This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can tell that you can tell that house arrest has me a little uh, has to be a little rusty. Oh, I love it. Uh, my uh, my building decided to like start doing some construction like five minutes ago, so this this will be good. It'll sound like I'm in New York. Um, well, considering every time I record with uh, with Jeremy, there's a train going by. <laughs> I've I've always meant to ask right. him. Like I, you, you remember in uh, what was it? Um, Annie Hall, he like the they live under the the cyclone. Um, I, right, right. When he's growing up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Jeremy, his apartment is like it's it's in like 1930s New York, and it's like under an <laughs> L. I think he actually time right. travels to be on this podcast every time he uh, he does it. Yeah, when he when he's not uh, selling newspapers and candy on the street corner. <laughs> This is the show, by the way. You're not getting it open. We're doing a cold open. This is this is the show. This is the podcast. Right. This is what it's come to. Yeah. We're all insane now. We're all insane now. It's fine. Um, well, I should say uh, for anybody who doesn't recognize, if you don't recognize this person's voice who I'm speaking to, um, number one. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I was gonna say shame on you, but we can yeah. go right into the right into the f bombs. Fuck. Fuck everything. Um, yeah. That's that is that is really where we're at at this point. Um, yeah. David Futternick, um can I ask you how your uh how your little endeavor went that you've been doing for the last few hours? Um oh making a short with yes. my wife. Oh fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was perfect. <laughs> we only fought about 17 times. So, I was about yeah. to say I, I sent a tinge of sarcasm in your voice. We uh so my my friend had a good idea, like a bunch of us are in the in the showbiz industry and we're all going a little crazy and so my friend had an idea that uh we'll write three separate little vignettes that'll like kind of overlap um and we'll each shoot them and then send the footage to my friend and uh he's gonna cut them together so we'll have like a little like a little short film together um and all three of the shorts are being shot with two different couples like we're not all playing couples but okay uh but each short is being shot by friends of mine who are also married. And so I imagine everybody is going to have the, a very similar experience to what we had today. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to watch this. What I don't even know yeah. what, what the premise is or what I, I just it sounds. Um, I was actually thinking it would be, you know, you have like Steven Soderbergh shooting shooting movies on iPhones. I mean, like, right. what? why can't why can't some enterprising, you know, person like like yourself? Um, like write a whole 
screenplay and the premise of the film is um a married couple um like is quarantined in their house but i was thinking of a way to make it like quirky like maybe maybe like all of this hit like the day they got home from their from their honeymoon and right. and the the movie could take place over the course of like several months and then they are ready to get divorced um by the time that it's all when over it ends. yeah like it would it. have to be in like a small new york city apartment but i, I think that that could yeah, be yeah. entertaining Basically, the premise for this was that it's it's three like sets of people uh, dealing with the quarantine. And my vignette that I wrote um, is I'm like doing my therapy session, like, you know, over video chat with my therapist. Um, and uh, and I and I fart and then I deny that I farted <laughs> and uh, just spins out of control. And then uh, then there's a fun little reveal at the end of our vignette. Does it have to do with the fart or something else? Uh, something else. I mean, it was similar to the fart. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, I want to keep keep the audience a little. little, Listen, you've sold you've sold me. Um, we're we're dipping into we're dipping into some old some old fare on uh, on our streaming. Uh, platform. So we have we have access to a, a buddy of mine's uh, entire uh, voodoo catalog uh, up until like I guess six months ago or so when they changed the sharing rules or whatever it is. But I, it's like right. several thousand movies, and um, uh, it it was revealed to me last night that my wife had never seen Pleasantville. Um, oh my! Yeah, right. It's like one of those movies. Classic. That's a classic. It's a good. It's a. It's. I, it's a. It's better than good it, it's not maybe a great movie yes. but it's you have to watch it so we got it's a great concept and the acting is so is top notch yes and yes great concept they didn't really quite pull it off all the way but the acting makes up for yeah. it and then i completely forgot that paul walker was in it and then he pulls up in the car and i'm like oh Whoa, yeah paul what are you doing here? <laughs> um so we got halfway through <laughs> that and then um my daughter didn't want to sleep anymore. So we're going to watch the second half of that tonight. So, but I, I say this, sure. that, you know, your, whenever you, you finish putting these together, they'll, they'll definitely get watched in the, the Macri household. Um, all right. The last time we spoke, uh, I looked it up. The date was, uh, December 17th of the, of, of, of Oh my of, God. We were trying to do follow up pods. How many times have you scheduled follow up pods? It's absurd. I, I, a lot. I mean, I should say, we were initially supposed to do like a post game watch uh, on a Sunday. That Sunday happened to be when Kobe Bryant died. Yes, that was the uh, first. So yeah, we, there uh, you go. So obviously, our typical, uh, you know, banter type podcast was not going to be a, uh, apropos for that day. So we put that off, and then we were so, you like were uh, on vacation in Florida. So you're like, oh, let's do it when I get back. And then and you then, had some, you, one, know, some you had something come up, and then I had some. It was like literally, I, I think. Some, Four postponements. Yeah. Um. You you care uh, to and here we and here we are. We are two <laughs> weeks removed from uh, the actual NBA season. So and know. we're we're doing our long awaited post game. What what was the last game? The Hawks game. Yeah. Let's talk about the Hawks game. Um, oh yeah. Great. Like, wonderful game. Uh, do you do you care to wager a guess as to what the Knicks record was the last time we spoke on a podcast? Ah, <sighs> December. It, it was December seventeenth. Uh, were they? Uh, eleven and twenty-five. 
You're not that far off. You you added a few too many games. Uh, ah, the they were seven and twenty one. Um, Mike Miller was sitting with a um, no, he wasn't sitting with a winning record. He was sitting with a, a five hundred record because they he took right. over at four and eighteen. They actually, oddly enough, <laughs> they're. We did the post game for a win over the Atlanta Hawks. So that's right. But uh, we, we was that was that the was that the game where that no 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 I was like I was thinking about the uh, several OT game that they like still lost. That was the one they lost. No, this was uh, yeah. I'll, I'll double check it right now. But they scored 143 points, um, which yeah now now it's coming back to me. I believe it was like. We even, I think we may have noted it on the podcast. It was like their the most points they had scored in a regulation game in like several years. But it, we were, it was a happy podcast. Yeah. I remember that because you commented that like yes. you had a like a, an undefeated record for for post games, which is still active, by the way. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. We can, and uh, and and we were also like all like jacked up about Mike Miller, and it was that it was that it was that era like post uh, Fizz where all the cool Mike Miller was doing. There, yeah, I, I had all the Kool Aid. I had a pitcher in each hand. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the stat the stat line now. We had Mitch with 22 and 13. We had RJ with 27 points and uh, and six boards. Marcus Morris, remember him? Had had 22. Oh yeah, yeah. Frank had a, a low key uh, three points, but that's all right. We, we won't hold that against him. Um, no, no, we, we we won't. Obviously, Fuck. yeah. I mean, can we say that? Uh, Obviously, there are uh, many things that make this uh, current climate horrible. But in in Nick's universe, man, Frank was playing really well. <laughs> like, he was. He, he probably had his best stretch of basketball as a pro. I I would say, you know, outside of the summer. Oh, you mean outside of FIBA and when he uh, outside of FIBA when he single handedly defeated Team USA. Um, right, oh, that was fun. Um, I so I don't know. I can't even talk about Frank anymore, man, because I I have lost the ability to decipher whether or not I I'm I'm being a, a homer when it comes to him. I, usually, you're just a homer for teams. I'm 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 a homer for Frank. I I oh, think, don't say that. The, the the haters have gotten in your head. Oh no, they've completely gotten in my head. It is I'm I can't even lie about it at this point. The haters have completely infiltrated. They, I'll like watch him. I'll, I'll go back and like, I'll watch highlights. Like I wanted to do a film break. Cause I'd be doing like the film breakdowns for the Tuesday newsletter. And I wanted to do one of Frank and I'm like, I can't do this. The, like I'm, I'm going to be accused of, uh, of, Oh, these are, these are terrible plays that you're highlighting. He, this, he's, you're just, right. you know, it's he, the, you know what? It's, it's the same. It's the same fucking people that, uh, are, up in arms that Alonzo Trier is not getting minutes. It's those same people that are like, guy's a bucket. Why isn't he playing? Frank can't score. It's just like, man, not good. Not good uh, analysis, in my, you know, my opinion. You know, no, my no, humble it, opinion. It's not. And it, it's funny. It, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to the Knicks in a bit. But we, <laughs> there's this, the last, whatever it's been now, a week, two weeks, I guess it's different different periods of time for different people. What the period that the the NBA has been on hold has been two weeks. We could say that. Um, I feel like people starting having a little bit more time on their hands even earlier. But like um, NBA Twitter has, um, I, I I don't think it's become a healthier place as people have gotten more time <laughs> on on their hands. Um, what, what what do you think? I mean, uh, Twitter like. 
Twitter, Twitter hasn't become a healthier place. And like everybody, it's so like social media is so much more saturated because you do have all these people that have more time on their hands than they did. So it's just like becomes an even bigger cesspool than it was. That's a good word for it. Um, But of course, nobody thinks that they are the ones adding to the, um, how do we turn cesspool into an adjective? Cesspoolian nature of Twitter? I'll, I'll go with that. Cesspoolian. Cesspudlian? Yes, let's go with cesspudlian. No, no one thinks they're the problem. Everybody thinks that the other guy is the problem, which is, you know, a microcosm of what's wrong with, with everything in the world right now. But um, yeah, it's, um, I feel like I, I scroll down and it's, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if you've noticed this, um, but I feel like there's been a lot of, I, and this doesn't go for everybody, but like, there's been a lot of like relitigation of the past um, on Twitter over the last few weeks with like people staking their claim to like, ah, you know, People really slept on player X and, you know, in his time and look at those idiots now um, type of, I feel like I've seen a lot of that, but I don't know. Maybe that's always out there and I just don't pay attention to it. I I don't know. Hard to say. Hard to say. I will say like on on a, on a more positive note, there are some um, cool NBA Twitter people that have uh, more time on their hands now to do like, cool interactive stuff so you have like you know like the instagram live stuff is fun and uh we talked about this on 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 my podcast but uh the nba had cj mccollum and damian lillard together like instagramming live together and cj mccollum like couldn't help himself like reading some of the comments that people were writing and someone said your beard looks like Jamal Murray's pubes. And he like completely <laughs> like read out loud and acknowledged it. And, and, and Dame is just like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. don't fight. Don't read the comments, man. And CJ McCall's like, whatever, man. <laughs> He's like laughing hysterically. Um, I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, that's great getting that comment. I would, I like that content. I, I would, I would rather be watching them play basketball, but. I thought you were going to say uh, I would rather watch Jamal Murray's actual pubes than uh, CJ McCollum <laughs> compare himself to, or someone compare CJ McCollum. But I, I did know you? That. We don't have to get too in the weeds, but did did you happen to just uh, come across the video? Or? Well, I I so someone retweeted the uh, young lady's I, I guess her her response. Um, to the video and i think it was something along the lines of if you if you have it delete it so of course when i see that i'm like well i don't i need to know what this is about so i start scrolling down um the comments and uh some enterprising soul was kind enough to um uh put uh the actual video as a reply to her comment if if you have the video please delete it so that was nice of that person nice um nice yeah, um, but hey, listen. This is what happens when people have too much time on their hands. You're it's, gonna, you're gonna get that's stuff. Right. That's right. I was just, I was scrolling. Yeah. I, I typed, I literally, I typed in NBA. I'm scrolling down. I see, I see Giannis is having a, I guess, an Instagram little video of him and his girlfriend in in uh, in their bed. Um, they look fully clothed. Um, I mean, it's Bleacher Report, so. Just- I'm, just eating frozen yogurt, so yes, exactly. 
I see Steph yeah. and, and Dr. Fauci, which I have not. I didn't watch that. <laughs> I, I wish I could have watched that. I was I think I was watching my daughter at the time, so she wouldn't have appreciated that. Um, I also I also did not watch it, but I did make sure to make a meme of uh, the, the picture of Steph with Aisha Curry. And I put Dr. Fauci's uh, head over Aisha Curry. So, you know, <laughs> this is the this is what I'm doing with my time. Every night, local police departments across America receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. The vast majority of the time, they have no idea whether the alarm is real. Is there really a crime going on or not? All the alarm company can tell them is the motion sensor went off. Simply Safe home security is different. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, outdoor cameras and doorbell alerts. Uh, alert you to anyone approaching your home, entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's 24 7 monitoring by live security professionals. And the best of all, you could set up the system yourself. No tools needed, or Simply Safe can, of course, do it for you. It's only 50 cents a day and no contracts involved. Here's what you do visit Simply Safe, and that's Simply Safe with an I dot com slash overtime. You'll get free shipping and a 60 day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com. That's S I M P L I S A F E dot com slash overtime. So they know our show sent you. One more time, that is simplysafe.com slash overtime. That's what I should do now is I should learn how to make memes because you're great at this stuff, particularly some of the uncut gems, uh, some of the uncut gems, gems that you've had over the last several months have been really, um, they've been something. Um, I mean, that movie, uh, really had a, had an effect on me. I, I thought that movie was so damn good. Is it I a basketball the, the movie? Are, oh, for sure. I mean, I, I've had like a million people text me over the last like several months, just like, they saw it and they're like, uh, have you seen uncut gems, man? Cause it's like New York. It's the NBA. It's, uh, little Knicks in there. Some Knicks talk. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Jewish. It checks a lot of boxes. Hey, they even go to Connecticut. They go to, um, Mohegan. Oh, so, yes, yes. That's, a, that's, I mean, that's right. Um, with the legend, Wayne Diamond, the legend. I, you know, when I saw him, I'm like, do you well, know I, who this gentleman is? I'm, I looked him up afterwards, um, because I'm like, that guy has to be someone, and I'm just not, I'm not remembering or whatever. And then I saw the name, I'm like, oh, I, I've heard that name before. But uh, perhaps you can, could speak more, say, if, please. If you do not follow him, listeners, if you do not follow him on Instagram, he is a fantastic follow. He is just relishing the attention he has gotten from the movie. And he like absolutely is that person that he is in Uncut Gems. Like they, they did such a phenomenal job like casting all these like non actors. Like the like the the guy following him around, like asking for his money. Like just like those types of people are just like really. Uh, I love that type of filmmaking. It's like um, like David Simon does that too with his TV shows, where he just he throws like very authentic people into the mix with like actual actors. I think 
it's 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 so good. If you're a talented enough director to pull that off, it's amazing. Well, so but yeah, follow, follow Wayne Diamond. Follow Wayne Diamond. I'm, he's, if I need to get on on the what do, what do the kids call it nowadays? The the Insta or Insta? Is that it? Just Insta. The Insta, the yeah. TikTok. I can see you making some TikToks. Listen, man, one step at a time. I have an Instagram account that my again, my wife was kind enough to set up for me. I don't know some some time ago. I I have not gone. I I don't know when's the last time I've gone on. Um, but all these things are happening, so maybe I I should get on so I could follow Wayne Diamond. Um, but no, yeah. you're right. Fran- Francesca was great in it. Um, I have a tough time imagining the movie without KG. Which is interesting because I know Embiid was the original. Um, well, actually, no, maybe he wasn't. I know. No, no, Amari. Amari yes, was, was the, the original. Yeah, yeah. And but that was right. like, and then they, and they also. I so I heard uh, the softies on. Um, it was Chapel on Trap House, uh, like a couple, maybe a couple months ago. Okay, and they and they said that uh, in in the middle there, it might have been post Embiid or, or pre Embiid, uh, but after Amari. They pitched it to Kobe. Whoa! I didn't know and Kobe's wow. people. And Kobe's people were like, um, "Kobe's interested. Can you send us a treatment?" And and they're like, they're still like sore about it because they're like, his like idiot fucking publicist has no idea the amount of effort that goes into like throwing together a treatment in a day. Like they like didn't sleep. They worked <laughs> their asses off. They got to Kobe, and then like immediately, <laughs> immediately they were just like. Kobe's not interested. <laughs> that's uh that's fantastic. Um right. I I have a tough time not that I wouldn't have loved the movie anyway, but like of every NBA or fuck NBA of every athlete I've ever watched, KG is like 300 times the most believable person I could see thinking a magic rock is giving him powers before a playoff game. Um so oh. That yes. part of it was like yes. it just it, there was no stretching of the imagination for me. I'm like, oh, okay, he thinks the Rock is giving him the, the powers, um, right? And also, like, and it's fun that like um, Sandler's character is a Knicks fan, and he like sort of kind of hates him because he's a Celtic. Like, you know, I think that it adds another dimension than oh, it, it's awesome. than if it was Stat, you know? Yeah, no, and and I know Stat had the acting the acting bug for a while. Well, he was in the um. Was it Trainwreck? Or I know LeBron was in that too, but I or am I getting? Yeah, yeah I might yeah. be getting my movies confused. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It was in something around that time. Um, yeah, it would have been. Uh, it would have been interesting with with Stat, but uh, no, it was it was great. And I it, KG it, killed it. KG killed it. And I but but it was funny because I had never I had not even seen any of their movies before before watching. That. I went and as a as a appetizer uh, a few days before I watched Good Time. Um, which so I, good, yeah. Which I had never seen. That was awesome. And then, uh, but then, uh, Dude, yeah, Benny Sat, Benny Safdie is actually is it Benny or Josh? Yeah, I think Benny. Who's who's in it? He's like fucking great actor. Oh I yeah, like off. I was like, oh, oh. So this guy's like a fucking uh, like great writer director, and he's a fantastic actor. I'm like, Dude, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, so, listen, some people don't some be good people, at everything. Yeah, some people just have it all. Uh, like like Frank Nilakina. Um. They're not really getting yeah. into my head. I believe he's great. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I don't know how the hell we got to uh, to talk about this, but uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the memes. The memes. Can you tell that I'm like. Can you tell that I'm like desperate to talk to people? 
Like that's where I'm at. Like I, I like zoom with my friends like every other night and we're all just like, Hey, 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 what's up, man? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. How you doing? <laughs> I mean, I'm zooming with, um, with, uh, students every day. Um, which is so interesting. You have interaction. I have interaction. Yeah. I have interaction. We also have, um, meetings. Uh, so, so many meetings. Um, somehow I've increased the number of meetings with, the faculty and like administration in my school over when I was actually there. And um, I'm waiting for someone to call me out on the fact that I'm clearly doing other things uh, while the meeting is going on. Um, like I had a T I, the last one yesterday I, uh, I was doing my laundry and I, on zoom, there's a function that you could turn the camera off, which a lot of teachers do. Right. Um, who, sure. Who the hell knows what they're doing, but I kept my, I kept my camera on and focused on me as I was folding the laundry because I wanted everybody to see that this is this is how highly I think of of this meeting. I'm going to fold laundry at the same time. And I actually had a colleague of mine text me um, and say, dude, fucking laundry, question mark. And I'm like, yes, fucking laundry. Um, I love it. Dude, power move. Hey, listen, you, you, you flex. Uh, my, my union is strong, so you flex when you can. Um, yeah, so you, you'd be good. You'd be good with the means. That's, that's how we, that's how we got this. But okay. Uh, let's yeah. talk about the, this is still allegedly a Knicks podcast as we've been talking for 20, <laughs> 22 minutes. Um, yeah. Okay. So our, our topic, our topic, this is all an appetizer. This is all an appetizer. Uh, our, our topic of the day that I sent you, um, is, uh, in short, how do we, how do we feel about this season? Was, was this season a, an utter fucking waste? Of time, of your time, of my time, of the players' time, of of everybody's time, or can we? Because I think it, this is the end. I don't. I don't think. We're, I mean, do you think they're going to play? Then not the I NBA mean, this season because I think there'll be playoffs or whatever. But do you think the Knicks will play another game? The Knicks will not. I, I've I've heard I've heard rumors that um, they've kicked around doing the playoffs outdoors with no crowd. Uh, huh. okay. so that's a possibility. Uh, no, no, no. I don't like uh, none of the teams that are like not currently in a playoff spot will be playing. No. Um, oh, actually I should, I was going to, eh, fuck it. I'll say it now. Um, I was going to save this for my newsletter tomorrow. I, I do have, I got a little, little tidbit from somebody that, that would know, um, that apparently, uh, there's a plan to, to push everything back cancel summer league and then the draft i don't know exactly how this would affect like playoffs timing or whatever but like have the draft in september and then have next season start in like november or december which i mean if we're being honest the nba season should start on christmas that's that's like i don't know to me that I mean, would that be, would be that, that, that would be amazing actually yeah i would love that i think if the if the if the ultimate outcome of all of this um, is that the NBA season permanently starts on Christmas, goes through, I guess in that case, it would go through um, uh, the end, like middle of August, right? It would go through the middle of August. Right, right. right. Yeah. And so then play, playoffs would start in June. Yeah. Play, playoffs start in like late June, maybe early July, um, which is great because all you got during that time is like, 
the dog days of summer for baseball and like n- nobody right. really, you know. kids are kids are off like yeah, yeah, kids are off kids are off out of school you know and uh, yeah it'd be nice can i, I tell wish, you i wish that happened when we were kids oh no it'd be it'd be great can i tell you the thing that it was i swear to you this was when i was a young kid and i i would i had all my Knicks jersey and uh, i would i would wear them and everything i was like why do they make why do they make a jersey and like have it be for sale that is clearly a summertime item when the people that wear the jersey for real play in the wintertime. This blue, I remember I, I spent probably weeks of my young life thinking about this, this issue. Um, so yeah, it would, it would, that's make a sense. really good point. Hey, listen, I have, yeah, they're sell, selling kids tank tops in uh, December. It's just, it's not what you want. Um, so, no. <laughs> so yeah, no, I wouldn't mind a season. I will season. say though, I, I, I was the nerd that like wore my Patrick Ewing jersey with like a turtleneck under it. So you, you would be, you would have done that. I get, you still do that, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. Turtlenecks are back, baby. Back. They never went out. Um, it's so yeah. Um, um was this season a wash? Uh, well, um, our lottery pick was injured for a chunk of the season, and he had some flashes of, uh, you know, some good play. Um, he did. The coach got fired, and the interim coach, uh, there's no way in hell he will be the coach next season. Um, yeah, f- by the way, for everybody. Uh, our best play- uh, the, the best player on the team got traded away. Uh, <laughs> that, that happened. Also. Mitch didn't really take a step forward this year. He still has foul issues. He didn't put on um, much muscle, and um, I, I mean, I, I didn't see much. For, I mean, he was great last year, but I didn't see him take like a huge step forward this season. So, and that's really the focus. And Knox got worse. So, <laughs> well, when you was put it like that, wash? kind of <laughs> the the one. Yeah, when you put it like that. Um, so I agree with you. I think, well, I'll give a more detailed answer. But the one the one thing, you know, that I think is a real shame, again, just not focusing on anything else. There's a lot of things that are far more than a shame um, about all of this. But the in terms of the Knicks, I think w- what you would have seen from Mitchell Robinson over the final um, – whatever uh month month and a half of the season i think would have would have would have crossed that off of your your list of of things that didn't happen this year everything else i think is completely fair game um yeah and maybe frank maybe frank would have continued on his nice stretch although um you know you never you know i mean to to be fair to be fair like we um were in the section of the season that I think was probably reserved for the young guys getting more run and that would have been nice. And we kind of, so we got cheated out of probably the, the biggest, like most exciting uh, section of the season for us Knicks fans. Yes. As opposed to Scott Perry and and Steve Mills who were, you know, getting off at watching all of these, these older guys. Well, let's see what they played. They played 66 games. So they had, yeah, they had 16 games left. Exactly the last, um, I guess, fifth of the season, right? If my math serves. Yeah, the last fifth of the season. 
Yeah, it would have been nice. Um, but who knows? Like, uh, maybe, maybe Mo Harkless would have kept starting. So who the hell knows? Uh, hard to say. <laughs> it's hard to say, which is part of why. And that's the other really frustrating part is like we we heard that Leon Rose was going to like take his time and like really assess and all of this stuff. Um, mm. Like what were we going to, you know, were we going to get a mandate from him at some point to be like, all right, enough, enough bullshit. Play the kids. I don't know. We We don't we have no idea, which I guess didn't give us a chance to get frustrated with him for not doing that, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm someone that like, I never, I never want to think that any, any game, any, any time spent at, you know, one's craft could be a waste of time, but man, I, it's, this year was tough to to look back on and be like, oh, you know what? We're going to look back on 2019-20 and be like, yep, that's when they laid the foundation. Like if I'm if I'm looking back and saying that in a few years, I <laughs> I'd be shocked. Um yeah. I just I just don't see it. And that's I guess that's the part that like you know, because last season you know, the, the tank year was like clearly like we knew what that was and it was just, right. you know, they wiped the slate clean and it was like, you know, your, your penance, so to speak. And then the summer was what it was. And then, but the, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's why I think it, for as encouraged as I would otherwise be about what, what lied ahead. Um, I just, I don't know. I wish we ended. If there's one thing that I wish we ended this season on, it was the ability for me to like sit and look at them and be like, oh, great. That's the direction we're going to take. And that didn't mm-hmm. happen. And now I'm going to sit here for the next whatever, four, six, eight, twelve, however many weeks. And I'm going to be like, well, are they going to, is Leon Rose going to double down on the youth? Is he going to, you know, try to even, maybe even get more draft picks than the three they already have. Is he going to, you know, is he going to trade away, uh, you know, the veterans for, you know, what, like literally just nothing just to get them off the team and give the young guys more time, you know, or am I going to be sitting, are we going to be sitting here in, um, in what, eight months, nine months and, and watching, um, you know, Chris Paul, uh, lace them up, uh, and, and, you know, DeMar DeRozan, um, (laughs) no, but like, would anything shock you? Would anything shock you? No, because like we have no idea what the direction is. So exactly. No, like with the, because yeah, because it's so up in the air. We have I I, I really like I yeah. You're right. I I feel like I had uh, a clear picture or so I thought of where the team was headed uh, last season than I do this season. So do I. Um, uh, yeah. Granted, uh, part of that is that there's change of management now so we and and change of management in the hands of somebody that we don't know anything about other than uh a, another job that they did you know it was like phil jackson coming in it's like well we know phil's a like fantastic coach we, we don't know what he's like as an executive and like and he proved that he was really bad at it so it's it's hard hard to say the hard interesting say. thing about phil and it's one <laughs> 
One thing that I did not anticipate happening during uh, this time off is me doing as much thinking about the past as I've done. Um, but I guess, <laughs> but I guess, the, sure, I, yeah. Um, but I guess you know I'm doing like a what if in the newsletter every week, and then you know a, a throwback Thursday, and and I guess it's just giving me some time to think back and like, you know, I've thought about Phil and his tenure and everything, and it's funny. Looking back, that's it's kind of exactly what like if you if if someone told you like that was what was going to transpire from Phil's tenure, other than him completely losing the ability to like interact with people in a way that gets more out of the relationship as opposed to far, far less. Other than that, everything that he right. did, if you would have told me like this is how it's going to go. Um, I would have been like, uh, yeah, actually, you know what? That, that actually kind of makes some sense. Um, because why we were like, we were hyped up on the idea of Phil as opposed to, you know, the sip, whatever, 68 year old man, um, stepping into a job that he's never done before. Um, you know, with Steve right, Mills right, as his second right. in command, which takes us to Leon Rose. And like, you you know, you yes. read all of these people saying all of this like I know you're reading it too. All of the glowing shit about oh he's a he's a well oh. uh, who what was the maybe it was Begley quoted someone as saying he's a gatherer. Did I make that up? Did someone I think someone was like <laughs> he's a gatherer. I'm like a hunter gatherer. Like he's a caveman and he's going out right. of the cave. And, or, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I swear I'm not making this up. Yeah, he always, <laughs> he always has uh, always has meat. Always has a lot of meat <laughs> stored. <laughs> His, nice his father was uh, his father owned a boar's head uh, uh, delivery uh, business. So, <laughs> yes, all the meat we have, lots of meat. I but yeah, that's like, uh, yeah. Here. No, what do you make of it? What do you what do you do? You take anything from any of that, or are you just like, let me oh. wait and see? No, we got to see what he fucking does. Like all like because he I mean, he's a very powerful person. I, like CAA is like God in like all, across all entertainment. I mean, in, in my business as well. I mean, CAA is like, you know, like like above God. So I, everybody's kissing the ring. Everybody like needs to kiss his ass because he's a powerful person still. Um, I, I mean, if I'm looking for silver lining. I like the fact that he is respected, or at least people say he is. That's better than uh, hiring Mark Jackson and being a laughing stock. You know, like that's better than like hiring um, someone who's never done this job, who also is doesn't have like a, a you know powerful history as like a, a power agent. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> No, no, you're no, but I don't, I don't think any of the reasons that me. He doesn't seem to have bad relationships with people. That's the thing is like no one, and I don't know. Maybe this is revisionist history. You know, actually, I shouldn't say maybe this. It it probably is revisionist history to say that like everybody wasn't on board the Phil hiring. Um. But I think there were probably some people at the time who were like, you know, that's a lot of power to give an, an older guy who's never done it before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I can't. I feel like any criticism that has come 
of the Leon Rose hire has just been about, um, you know, what, like, is, is he going to, is he going to be able to, well, it's the same question that's always asked about the Knicks. He's going to be able to do what he wants to do. Like, is he going to have the the leeway? Is, right. is, is he going to have the runway, if you will, um, to be able to, like, execute a real see, vision? I think, see, I think he will because he seems to be Dolan's guy. So I, so I do, so I do think he'll have, uh, he'll have that leeway. And because, like, I think he's probably a, like a fucking cocksucker. So, which Dolan <laughs> respects, you know. <laughs> Putting it There's as no only you successful. can. Yeah. There's no way you can be that successful at that job and not be a fucking prick. I'm sure he is, like in the best way possible. But I'm sure he's a cocksucker. And 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 for anybody out there who's never the, met a successful a- lawyer, like, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you like it's just you can't. It, I don't care if you're an agent or whatever you do in that. And once you get a law degree, for you to for you to go to the top of the the food chain in your respective industry. You need to be able to be an absolute fucking prick. There's no two ways about oh, absolutely. it. Yeah, otherwise you get chewed up. I mean, people like people want your job, and you have all these like little shitheads who are climbing the ranks at CAA who want to do what you're doing. And there's no way that you can fend those people off unless you are an absolute asshole. So, I think that will help him keep. Um, his control over Dolan probably. Um, but I'm leery of people. I know it worked out in um, for Golden State, but I'm just leery of people that have had a whole career of doing something else and then are like learning on the job. Like I would rather have somebody who was like an assistant GM from when they were at a college or, you know, in their 30s who climbed the ranks, who learned on the job when they were younger and saw what worked, what didn't work. I, I'm, I am leery of someone who is like, uh, you know, a middle-aged person who's like, the, oh, uh, like my middle, my middle life crisis is I'm going to start a new job. <laughs> yeah. So, but so that's, I think when we get the GM high, first of all, can we dispense with this idea that like, yeah, Scott Perry should just be the GM. He, he you know, he, what has he done wrong? He deserves to keep the job. No, like, no, you want to set, you want to set Scott Perry up with a cushy, uh, let's, let's make up a title right now for Scott Perry. Um, director of director of, um, interpersonal, um, director of interpersonal relations. I like that. That sounds there you prof- go. that sounds professional. That's nice. Make Scott Perry the director of interpersonal relations for the New York Knicks. Pay him whatever the hell he was making before. Um, you know, that's his golden parachute. And so putting putting that possibility aside, if he if he hires like a a guy who essentially is the type of guy you're talking about, right? Someone who has toiled in and and like earned their stripes in a good organization. Um, over the course of time and, and, and more importantly, if Dolan, and this is the other part that I'm concerned about with, with the, what's going on with the economy, because I think there's a real possibility that Dolan mm. is, is going to be worried about ticket sales. 
is going to be worried about yep. um yeah all of all of the stuff that comes with that so if he puts his money where his mouth is and hires someone away from a better organization because god knows no one's going to come here that's good and it is on a career track to become you know a president of basketball operations with some other team no one's going to come here unless you pay them an exorbitant amount of money so let's see if right. he opens up his wallet um you know and then I, and it, same go and it, the same goes for the coaching decision too. I mean, sure, yeah. Do you have a preference? You have to make it worth. I mean, to be honest, like, I, I I like Mike Miller. <laughs> I would I I I know it's not the sexy thing, but I I would have given Miller another just a whole season to see like what he can do. I I, I like him, and you get him on the cheap too. I mean, um, but it but if not. Uh, there's a, a certain New Yorker that uh, just became available. Who used <laughs> to be an assistant coach for this team. It's, he wouldn't have to move. It's you know when something becomes available and it's like this is too obvious, right? It's it's too obvious. Right. Like I was, it's I did obvious. the I did the Linsanity uh, throwback today. I, I went and rewatched the the Raptors game. And not the whole game. Oh. I, wa- I watched just Lynn's highlights from that game. Um, I only have so much yeah, time yeah, on yeah. my hands. And towards the towards the <laughs> sure. end of the, towards the end of the game, they they kept the camera on Lynn as he's going back to the bench after um, you know, the final shot. And then who's getting up off the bench to uh to give him a hug? It's Kenny Atkinson because he was an assistant on that team. Um, That's right. Yeah, man, he was here. Mm. He he kind of he knows the lay of the land he doesn't apparently doesn't want to move you know has his kids in schools or whatever else it's like come on like what else yeah you know what else could you possibly that would be great um hire him and you know what if it's not him you know what would make me happier or happy i should say hire somebody who i've never fucking heard of hire someone who is like you know right. just like a, a put his head down um, assistant coach that is like quietly got garnered everybody's respect across the league, and I, I, I mean, I know a lot of most of those guys are, but you, you get the gist, right? You know, as opposed right. to a name. But does, like, but it, but doesn't Mike Miller kind of fulfill that? I mean, that's we he, know him now because he was the interim coach, but he's that kind of guy. It's it seemed to be just a really easy situation because he's a good coach. He's not. He's a good coach. He clearly has the respect of the guys that are currently on the roster. Now, obviously, the roster um, will change somewhat before next season, but I, it just he he was he was you know homegrown in the system, and he just goes about his business like he doesn't get caught up in that. Like Fizz was just so concerned with you know being Mister Cool and and you know saying the right sound bites and. That's like, why they hired him. Mike Miller. Right. Mike Miller doesn't give a fuck. Not you only know, does he, he not give a fuck, like he. fucking Willie Loman. He, he <laughs> fucking just goes about his business. <laughs> Love it. He is the, he's the Willie Loman of coaches. Um, no, it. It's the people's coach. He's the people's coach. Not only that, he like, he hates, he hates all of the pomp and circumstance. He has no fucking use for it whatsoever. And you know what else I like about him? And, and I'll, I'll put on my, um, my fan, you dropped your in the in the biz line earlier, so I'll drop my you know uh, my reporter my reporter line. Um, being in the locker room, 
Um, you get us. <laughs> hey, listen, you got. I'm gonna do it for as long as I fucking can. Being in the oh, locker room, absolutely. You get a sense that they, to a man, um, they respect him, but like at the same time, it's very clear he doesn't give a shit about being their friend. Like Fizz was trying to be everybody's friend, um, and he, like Miller, is just like you know. Are you kidding me? The the guy who calls a timeout like uh like two minutes into a game, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, when he pulled when he, really he actually pulled the starting what I forget already what game it was. When he pulled the starting five, that was probably the yeah. happiest I think it was the Wizards game. Um that was it might have been my happiest moment of the entire yes. season. Yeah. Yes, it was the Wizards game. Well, yeah, because they yeah, because that was a horrible, horrible they start to that game. And shit. then they like came back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, That's coaching. That's coaching. That's coaching, and you know what? Like, there's different ways to go about that too. Like Jim Boylan in Chicago, um, like came in and tried to pull that shit in like the first week he was on the job. And Mike Miller and those guys weren't having it. No, they weren't having it. And like I've I try to keep up to up to date on how other teams are are being reported on locally. And like the whole beat in Chicago thinks that guy sucks and he can't coach. Like Mike Miller. Myself included, a lot of fans have given a lot of shit for like sticking with the vets and like, you know, kind of. But for as much as that has been frustrating, like at the same time, like would it have been wise for him to come in and like week one or week two on the job being like, all right, uh, you know, pick a name like Wayne or Reggie or Taj or or Julia, like, all right, sit down, you're you're done. Like, no, that's not how you. That's not how you, you know, you navigate these yeah, situations. That's how you, right. That's how you lose the locker room like exactly. real fast. Yeah. And he, and, and to your original point, um, he never lost the locker room. And like, if you think about it, this fucking guy who at the moment he took over, every player in that locker room knew like he wasn't going to be their, their coach beyond this season. And he still somehow got right. them to a 17 and, and 27 record, which like, I don't know, given where they're at and like, like he got them to play defense and like he, he got them by any account, like better than they had any right to be. So I don't know. I think you've just talked me into like, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I don't know. I like it. And then if, if we're talking sexy pick, I I, I would, I mean, I, 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 Becky Hammond would be like up there for me. But you, but that's that's when I when you said like, oh, you're gonna have to lure some someone to come be the GM with a ton of money. Like you know, you'd have you'd have to lure her with, I mean, <laughs> too much, too much. She's too smart. I I can't. I'm not even gonna pretend to be on board that having anything to do with like basketball. It's you know, I have a daughter. Who's like now at the age where like whenever the season starts again, like I she I'm convinced I'll be able to get her on the couch for let's say ten minutes and have her yeah yeah ha- and just for me to be able to point to the screen and be like that see that that's a girl and she's coaching the team that Daddy is obsessed with like the the my ability yeah. to do that I, I I don't give a shit about anything else I'm just being honest but um. If I'm if I'm also being honest, I usually I hate it when people are like, 
oh, you know, talking about one of our players, like, oh, trade this guy away so we could have a successful career elsewhere. I'm like, I hate that because I like, no, I want uh, people to be successful uh, yeah. here. That said, of course, um, Bob Silverman, after I think I tweeted something about Becky Hammond potentially coaching the Knicks a, a month or so ago, was like, why would you want to ha- do that to like, like that, the first attempt at a female coach in the NBA, like, why would you want to do that to her? And give her that task here. Um, and I gotta I gotta be honest with you, part of me is like, you know what? I I I, I, just, I wouldn't want her to fail. It's more important to me that she succeeds oh, wherever she goes. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm conf- I, I'm good I, I hear that. But imagine if she succeeded. Oh my why are you doing this to me? Why are you giving me Can hope? Can you imagine? I haven't left my fucking house in nine days and you're sitting here giving me hope. Why would you do that? That's why that's my re- that's because that's my re- that's my reach pick. That's my really like you know my my pick. That's not going to happen, but um, it would make me really happy. I mean, we we were at summer league and just like I just watching her coach, I was just like, man, she is awesome. She is so awesome. But I also think she probably sees the the rain on the wall in San Antonio, and Pop probably is not too long uh, for this for the coaching world. Um, you would think it seems like you would think you would think he's getting old and um and things are kind of falling apart there a little bit so um so that that job is probably hers um in in the near future but who knows who knows but um but if i'm if i'm being a realist then yeah i would i would like Kenny Atkinson or Mike Miller those would be those would be my 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 realistic choices or maybe both of them um, who knows? Maybe Miller stays on. <laughs> yeah, and, or maybe uh, both of them. Yeah, Miller stays. Yeah. Um. Hey, listen, crazier, yeah. crazier things. Um. All right. Well, it will we'll end on this. What do you? So basketball is going to pick up again at some point. Um. Yo. Well, can <laughs> I also say, like, on on top of watching, I I play a lot. Oh, so yeah, not being able to right. play. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Ri- uh. You know, friend of the pod. Uh, Rich and I play uh, play together um, on a Tuesday night game, and um, I, that that game especially I miss. But but all all my games throughout the week are just uh, are sorely missed, sorely missed. So you are, I don't know. I feel like it's it's always interesting for me to hear how people are reacting to this to this time because um, like I have a small child, which you which you do not, um, yes. and. <laughs> I, I, I'll say, I'll be honest, all of this at the very least has made my life simpler, which like, you're a single person, you're recently married, you don't have to worry about making your life simple. Like that's not, that shouldn't be part of your equation. You shouldn't give a shit about that. For me, it's like, I don't know. There's a, there's a certain, like, I don't like there's, it's not like I was doing shit like playing basketball anyway. So I, you know. I, I'm not missing what I didn't have. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I imagine our our days are similar. Only um, you, you have more video meetings and and you're watching more Daniel Tiger than I am. But besides that, probably pretty similar. It's Daniel Tiger. It's still the occasional Sesame Street. You still like Sesame Sesame Street's had a like a strong hey. two year run. Who doesn't? <laughs> well, the new thing. The new thing um, is 
she calls it the Ariel movie because she, she, I don't think she realizes the actual name, but the little mermaid has been playing not on repeat or not on loop, but like it has played in our household every day for the last, um, probably week, week and a half. That, that movie, (laughs) that movie has, has some, has some plot holes in it. I, I, I gotta say, I don't know when's the last time you gave you gave the old the old story of Ariel a rewatch, but um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. You should go back. There's some. First of all, you know what blew me away? You know how old she is? No. Take a guess. <laughs> well, since you're asking me, uh, it's got to be something weird. Thirteen. Uh, oh, oh, Christ. The, the makers of Disney would have gone to jail. Um, no, she's 16. Oh, I thought that's what you were implying. Oh, no, 16. she's 16. <laughs> she's 16. Oh, she, uh, way better. Way better. Well, listen, I don't know what the statutory rape laws are in your jurisdiction, but I know what they are here. Um, and I don't know what they were in Atlanta, wherever the fuck I, she, I will she say, lived. What? In Connecticut, it was, it was 16. Uh, it was weird. It was 16 for women, but it was 18 for men. Those bastards. That's a weird law, right? That's like. That's a, it's just not fair. Not, right. Um, so perhaps that was how it was uh, in Atlantis. I don't know. It just there's a watching the movie, you know, because at one point the, the dad um, is like thinks that she's like falling in love with a, with like a merman and he's getting all excited. Like he's like, Oh yes, she's out. She's out on a date with the merman. Like what, what fucking dad is excited that their 16 year old daughter who wears a fucking bra, by the way, with no top <laughs> is out, right. you know, canoodling with, um, you know, with a, with a merman. I mean, I know they don't have genitalia, but still that has to, that has to be, should be, shouldn't that be a little unsettling? Maybe the lack of genitalia yeah, no, really, though, is the reason why it's it's. He was just kind of like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? So, as a father, you were pretty horrified. I was. I I was asking myself some difficult questions, and I was I was wondering whether or not I should be exposing um my daughter to uh you know to the uh to the film, and it also sends a message that That's women fair. it's okay fair. for women to be to be seen and not heard because I don't, again, I don't know if you remember the plot, but like she loses her voice for a period of time. She can't speak. Right. And right, what, right, and, right, right. and what happens after when she can't speak, he fucking falls in love with her. Despite the fact that she is not speaking. Ugh. Ugh. It's, God. It's, 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 it's all disgusting. Um, okay. Well, so that's playing on a loop in your house. That's, that's good. Yeah. So anyway, I, again, I don't know how we got off on this. The Knicks, um, at some point they're going to play again. Right. Right. Um, Instead of the Little Mermaid, they will be on my my television. What? Tell me, like either a big picture scenario, or even like one specific or two specific. Like, what do you want to see the next time we we see this team? Uh, I would like to see, and this is not a uh, a, a a desire to to make some stupid trade for Chris Paul. I would like to see a competent. Um, not competent. I would like to see a very good point guard running, running the floor. And like, I love Frank to death. To me, Frank is fantastic. 
Frank should come off the bench. I, I want to see and and probably what I'm hinting at is that I would like to see a really good point guard drafted in the next draft. I was so I, would, I was about to say I was like, would that is it okay if that very good point guard isn't very good next year and instead will be hopefully very good? Will be hopefully. Good. Um. Yeah. I mean, because that fits the timeline when we think about the guys that we care about. Um, most of those guys are 23 or younger. So yeah, I think that fits the timeline. Um, that's think, probably my biggest, my biggest desire is, is, uh, we, we, we draft like a really good point guard and, um, and the other young guys take a big step forward next year. Okay. But you don't want, you don't want Chris Paul. I do not. Okay. I do not. All right. That's that's fair. I, I I'm. I don't. I just. I, I think it's a. I, I look. I, I understand um, the value of having one of the best point guards to ever play in your locker room, but I also just think that the the cost that it would take to get him in that locker room is is not worth it. Um, I no longer really care about the cost and money. Because I actually, I think one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about over the last few weeks, because um, I do think about this shit way too much, um, is I think the further away the organization can get from prioritizing cap space in 2021, I think the better off they'll be. And if they just, because if they could operate without that that restriction and just mm-hmm. make decisions for the growth and the betterment of the team like without that handcuff on so to speak i because at this point it's like so if this season is essentially over right we think we're we're a season away from like a Giannis or Kawhi Leonard being like you know what yeah that's i want to go there like really <laughs> we're really no, absolutely not no so absolutely not if of we get not. so the sooner i feel like the sooner we could dispense with that um, that said, even if you gave me Chris Paul for, for literally just the, the money he was making and you didn't have to give up any prospects, which is not going to happen. Um, That's I, not gonna happen. I still think there's a potential down, I, downside. I think there's potential upside too, but I, I still think there's potential downside. So I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want him either. Um, all right. This is, hey, listen, we somehow, we did a Knicks podcast. We did an hour long Knicks podcast and there's absolutely no Knicks basketball to talk about. So. <laughs> We should both. That's give right. Ourselves. My yeah. my uh, my podcast tomorrow. We uh, the three of us watched Uncle Drew, and we're just going to talk about Uncle Drew. So that's where we've gotten with our uh, NBA podcast. Is it <laughs> is it worth my two hours? No, I mean uh, they. <laughs> I'm not talking about the podcast. I'm talking about the. No, 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 no. I know, I know. No, no. I the, the two of them might uh, my my co-host might uh, might disagree. I do think they enjoyed the movie more than I did. I wanted to really love the movie, but it just it's really it's really hard for me to um enjoy watching Kyrie. <laughs> that yeah. Really hard. Really hard. Yeah. Um that's fair. The the after we finish Pleasantville, the next one up for us, which I have two friends um but my my buddies are on my my basketball text chain. One of them is convinced that uh, the way back will become instantly like my favorite movie of all time. Um, really? Yeah. I, have you seen it? Okay. 
I ha- I well, I saw it when it was in the theater, so it's been a number of years. But um, wait, no, am I thinking I, of the I wrong? Liked it. Hold on, I I liked, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong name with, of the uh, movie. Sam Rockwell. No, I'm talking about the the maybe I got the name wrong. The Ben Affleck movie that just came out where he's a basketball coach. Oh, I have not seen that. Did I get the name wrong? I may have gotten the name wrong. Hold on, I'm looking it up right no, now. No, you might be right. You might be right. Yeah. No, no, the way back. Like, there's, so there's another movie called The Way Back. Uh, I believe that was the movie with uh, Sam Rockwell. It like takes place like at like a water park over summer. Oh uh, no! I, I think I think you're talking about oh, something else. I know the movie you're talking about. Maybe that was called The Way Way Back. Hold or... on. No, it is also. Wait, no, hold on. We, we're really off the rails now. There is a movie called The Way Back that came out in 2010. Enjoy our uh, enjoy our new podcast, imdb.com. Well, no, this is I am This is not the movie you're talking about. This is an American survival film starring Jim Sturgis, Ed Harris and Colin Farrell. Um, oh, that is not what I was thinking of. This is going to be funny because there's there's so no, no, we're not ending the podcast until we figure this out. I'm I'm look I'm yeah. going to go to Sam Rockwell. Moon is another movie I have never seen that I would like to get to. Oh yes. Um, over the course of this uh, this quarantine, um, it is called the way way back. Ah, uh, you so you snuck in the extra way. Okay, forgot the forgot the second way. Uh, I have not seen the Ben Affleck movie yet, but uh, but I did. I heard it was good. I heard it was good. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll get to it's it. Good. It's a good time to watch something inspiring, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Feel better about the world. I'm I'm all for it. Oh, look, Sam Walker was in a, a short film called Fuck. How about that? Oh. Hmm. Didn't know that. <laughs> um, should I see The Way Way Back? Is that, is it a good movie? It's okay. It's okay. Ah, it's okay. It's all right. Okay. Uh, you, you really I mean, I love me Sam Rockwell. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, no, he was great as, uh, great as George Bush in, uh, Vice. I enjoyed that. Um, uh, I, 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 three billboards was not for me personally. It was not for me, but That's I, fair. I, I appreciated his, uh, his efforts. Um, all um, right. We, we, we <laughs> join us next time as we talk about, uh, random movie shit, um, which surely we can. This is, this is starting to sound like a like a conversation between like two like eighty five year olds like each each having like a like a, the smallest cup of coffee at Burger King together. <laughs> you know who was a looker? That Amanda Peet. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing she was in this movie as well. She was. Hey, uh, whoa! What was she the movie was. she was naked in with uh, the guy from Friends with Chandler? Uh, the whole nine yards. Oh, the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. remember she had the full frontal nude. Yeah. Part of that that I enjoyed that very much. That was fun. Maybe I'll go back and rewatch she's that. Very yes, she is. Yeah, there you go. She's not with my daughter. She sees enough nudity with no. Ariel, um, as it is. So we don't want to. Right. Uh, we don't want to further uh, further damage her. Um, <laughs> David Futternick. <laughs> every time, man, we finally I finally did it. It took it, uh, it took a quarantine. It took it a took quarantine, quarantine, but we finally we, did it. We, we got yeah. it on the books. Um, and plug or we got to check. We'll 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 check back. We'll check. Back, oh no, we, uh, yeah, we will. See, but 
see how we're doing. But tell see the good folks doing. at home where they could find you, um, you know, in, until that time. Uh, I think I'm in some fucking Disney show that um, might like the episode might be on this Saturday morning. So if you have Disney, um, uh, I like don't even remember the name of the show. It's oh, called. On. Give the give the folks what the name of the called? damn show. We sh- we shot we shot it so fucking long ago. I'm I think like you told me. I think you mentioned this one of our last pots. <laughs> so yeah, yes, it is a while ago. It's like finally, it's like finally airing. I guess. Okay. Uh, it is called Coop and Cammy Ask the World. Coop and <laughs> um, hold on, I'm looking it up. Coop and Cammy Ask the World. They ask the um, world. Ask A S K. What do they? What um, do they ask the world? They've got like uh, you know, it's like one of these shows where they like. <laughs> They're like two kids and they have like a, a streaming show. They're like, that's like popular, like online. They're like, you, they're like YouTubers. Hold uh, on. Is, are they actual YouTubers or is the show about two kids who become YouTubers? It's, it's the show is about two kids that become YouTubers. They're like a brother and sister. Oh, okay. All right. I understand. that. So, so I, I believe that episode is finally airing this Saturday morning. I'm not. I I couldn't tell you what time, but check your local listings, folks. <laughs> if you, if you have kids or you're just a, a weirdo and you like to watch Saturday morning Disney Channel, I have a kid, out. but I am a weirdo. Uh, am I allowed to watch? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch. Just yeah, pr- pretend your daughter's in the room. <laughs> Fantastic! Next episode. It says tonight at eight twenty four p.m. That's what that's what IMDb is telling oh, me. I don't I don't know if that's accurate. Um, today, what is today? The twenty sixth. Today is indeed oh, the twenty sixth. I guess they changed uh, when the show was on because it was a Saturday morning show. So uh, cool. Check it out tonight. <laughs> what did you say? Ten o'clock. This episode's not going to be out until Friday. So. Sorry, yeah, great, great. sorry, folks. <laughs> folks, um, go on Disney Channel on demand, and you know, make sure to check uh, this out because it's going to be—I know it's going to be the highlight of my career. So please, <laughs> you know, if you're a supporter of mine, you know, please, please check that out. Uh, um, yes. uh, besides else? that, uh, yeah. my business, my business is shut down. So I, I've like. I have the occasional like putting myself on tape for uh, like I have to put myself on tape for a movie this weekend. But besides that, things are uh, shut down like just about every other business that isn't like a grocery store or uh, a hospital. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. All right. Well, you know. Uh, uh, Good catch up finally. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, uh, keep on keeping on. Um, That's all you can do. You know the whole the whole thing, uh, yeah. But it was a long time coming. This was this was fun. I'm sure the folks at home will just revel in the banter that we've just had for over oh, an hour. Yes. Um, if you're still listening, just take a walk around the block. Yeah, that's yeah. It's the only piece of advice hey, I people, have. People are people are so uh, starving for content to distract themselves. So maybe they are still listening. Maybe they are still listening. Uh, if you are if one you of are, the, yeah, you beat me to it. You say it. Tweet, yeah. tweet the secret word T 
to me and John on Twitter. The secret word is You're not going to give him the word? The secret word is blow. Um, Because because IMDb is staring at me in the face with an uh, advertisement for, is this a program or is this a movie? Uh, Blow the man down? Okay. So the secret word is blow. Secret town is blow. Uh, Small town, big secrets. Uh, Okay, great. Uh, I look forward to getting a person to just tweet me randomly with blow. Um, And me temporarily forgetting that I said this and be like, what the fuck is this sicko doing? Yeah. Um, Funny, go do something more useful with your time. I will try. I will try. You too. All right. Good chatting. We'll talk to you later. Peace out. Peace. Go next. Go next.